Welcome to life, bringing you insight and experiences into love, relationships, and fertility with a focus on enjoying life and moving forward. Today, I'm here with Iran Amir, the founder of Ghost Dork. Welcome to life, love, insight, fertility experiences. Today, I have the pleasure of being here with Iran Amir, who is the founder of Ghost Dork. And what is so amazing is that he started this company out of his own search for his building family quest. Iran, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Lori, for having me. I'm excited to be here. We got to meet when COVID was calm for a couple of seconds. (laughs) And it was really because the uh, the legislation approval in New York State for surrogacy and different types of carriers. And then I got to hear about your organization and I thought, what a fabulous thing to let people know about. So thank you so much for coming on today. And maybe if you could tell people a little bit about what it is that you, what you've done and what led you to this incredible company. Yeah, so it's all started uh, four or five years ago when I decided to build my family through surrogacy. Um, So I'm gay and I was living in New York and I would turn 40 and I really was excited of doing that. I always wanted to have a family and I started it uh, by myself. I was single. Uh, Six months uh, into the process, I found my husband, but uh, we've done through the whole process together. That is so amazing because I think I've shared with you, I have so many people that I work with who are single, who are looking to build their family and they get very worried that they won't be able to meet somebody because they're on their family building journey at the same time. I actually looked at it as an advantage and as another filter because I used to go to these online apps, uh, dating apps, and there was no filter. Do you want to have a baby? So, you know, when you meet, you meet someone, you tell, I told Mike, my husband, right on the first chat, listen, I'm in the process of having a baby through surrogacy, take it or leave it. And he was really excited actually about it. He was like, he, he also wanted to have kids. Uh, so that was another filter, you know, for me to see if someone is really serious about a relationship or not. I actually dated some guys in the past, like in a relationship where at the end of it, they were like, oh, we don't want to have kids. So that's where um, uh, I said to myself, once I start the process, I'm going to say, I'm going to be upfront about it. And I'm going to tell the person that I'm starting. And it was amazing. Uh, Yeah, it just saved a lot of time. I do work with quite a few people and they get concerned that they'll have to put that part of their life on hold while they're going through their family building. So you decided that you were going to try and find a surrogate. I actually didn't know what I was supposed to find because I knew nothing about infertility, uh, surrogacy and egg donation. So I started like Googling everything. None of my friends did surrogacy. uh, So I was really all by myself. Uh, And I'm sure a lot of people are in the same position especially straight couples that are not really talking about that, you know, so you're all by yourself with the issues of infertility. I did not have any infertility issues, but I did have the same problem that everyone has. Where do I find these egg donors and surrogacy agencies and IVF clinic if I need one? So weeks of weeks of research on Google, I really didn't like, didn't find an egg donor or surrogacy agency that I liked. I even didn't know like how to find them. There's so many IVF clinics. There's 500 IVF clinics in the United States. 
Wow. Uh, and there's uh, hundreds of hundreds of egg donor agencies and surrogacy agencies. So how do you find all of them in Google? There's so many websites. And then the next problem was to find the information you need about these providers. Like what's their experience? Uh, what's their success rates? I um, mean, how many babies born through their agency or clinic? The basic information that you want, how much is going to cost me to do you know, a surrogacy or egg donation or IVF with that clinic, all that information does not exist online. So you have to make a lot of phone calls and interview all the all these providers and extract. Very overwhelming. It's very, very overwhelming. It's, um, it's a long process and it's just like you really need to do the, the legwork, right? You need to call all of them and extract all that information and understand if you can afford them and if you, you want to work with them. And then after you get all that information, it's really hard to compare apples to apples. They send you like long PDFs with a lot of information about their processes and their services. There's a lot of hidden fees. So it's very overwhelming, right? It is, and it's a very emotional journey to go through to begin with. Yes, 100%. Uh, it's very stressful. It's very expensive. I mean, yeah, surrogacy in the United States um, can cost around... $120,000. If you need an egg donor, it's another $30,000. If in an IVF clinic itself, it's just like $30,000, dollars $50,000. Depends what you're going to do with that clinic. What's so amazing about your platform is that it, it makes it so that you can kind of see the person, see the agency, see the costs, get a breakdown of the costs and understand what it is that, you know, you're going to be experiencing just kind of financially, maybe even physically where the location is. And, you know, emotionally, it's just, it's a lot of a journey. So this kind of takes some of the stress away because it's all in one place. 100%. So that brings, that brought me to actually found GoStorg. Go I left my company, you know, uh, two years ago, three years ago. So you just I like, thought to yourself, this is too much for anybody to have to go through and let me put this together. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, my background is uh, technology. I've been executive in technology companies for the last 25 years. So uh -huh. I knew that technology can solve all the problems that I had. And talking with hundreds of intended parents, uh -huh. straight and gay, I realized this is not just my problem. This is everyone's problem when they're starting to find their providers. So I was like, why don't I just build something that's going to help other intended parents in their own journey? And yeah, so, so GoStoric is a fertility marketplace uh -huh. uh, that helps intended parents uh, to find, compare, and to connect with fertility providers. The problems that I had, we build a solution uh, like that. So we have 10,000 egg donors uh, coming in the platform, coming from many, many, many egg donor agencies all in one place. So if somebody wants to whether they're straight or they're gay, um, if they want to use an egg donor or a sperm donor, or I don't know if you work with donor embryos, what they could, do you have all different nationalities and all different religions? And Yes, yes. So we built, when you join in GoStork, we, we ask you some questions to understand what's important to you in your egg donor. So basically you can tell us which eye color, hair color, which race and religion and height. Like all that stuff, you can tell us, and then you'll show, you'll see egg donors uh, that are matching your preferences. Um, and in each egg donor, 
they're coming from different agencies, but that's the, the beauty. You, you see the same information about all the egg donors, even though they're coming from different places. And you can also see the cost involved with uh, working with that egg donor and the agency of that egg donor right in the platform. Right. Well, so when you go down this road, when you were going down this road and trying to find out um, about an egg donor and trying to find out about the costs and trying to find out um, about surrogacy, because there's a lot of information to understand. Like each piece is separate and each piece is a huge step for people to take. Um, how are you thinking or how did you, how did you manage this, just, you know, the stress of it and the anxiety of it to then kind of funnel it into this incredible tool? Um, now you also have the resources available to people. You have yeah. resources available to them where they can um, get the support they need in terms of the information to make decisions. Correct. Yes. Because there's so much talk today about diversity. So if somebody's of a certain race, they could go in and you have a multitude of people of different races available. Yeah, the, we have different egg donors from different races and different religions. I work with some people from the religious community. A lot of times, some of the people from religious communities, when they use egg donation or sperm donation, it's supposed to follow a certain protocol. Is there a way that they could tell whether or not those protocols are being followed when they go onto the site? So in other words, right, right now I'm working with somebody who's orthodox and she's only supposed to have a certain type of, I'm sorry about that, I, I can't turn it off, I wish I could. Um, so it's supposed to, they're supposed to follow a certain protocol in terms of how an egg is cared for. Is any of that information available by any chance? No, I mean, all the protocols are uh, being uh, uh, followed by the, the, the doctor, right? So the doctor ah. will decide the protocols that the egg donor needs to go through. Right. What we try to do in GoStork is to create transparency into the egg donors, the surrogacy agencies, and the IVF clinic. So we, in order for you to make informed decision with which egg donor you want to work with, you want to see all the information about that egg donor, specifically her education, her employment, uh, health and medical information, even genetics and then family, and the cost. Uh -huh. So we're just helping you to find the egg donor that you want to work with or the surrogacy agency. We have 55 surrogacy agencies and yep. hundreds of IVF clinics in the platform. So we're just creating this transparency to help you make informed decision about the provider you want to work with. Yeah. Well, it's wonderful. I was kind of pulling at the emotional piece of it before, so I apologize for that. But what I'm going, what, I, what I'm trying to say to people is it is such an overwhelming process. And there are so many pieces to this puzzle that, um, and everybody has their own unique story and path and need. And so what you're trying to do is lay it out for them. And you had mentioned before, it was a struggle. And some of the agencies you called, you weren't so happy with that you weren't feeling comfortable with. And so this is a way of making people feel more comfortable in their choices. Correct. And, and it's not just being comfortable. It's a, just like, can, you, can I actually afford them? You right. Know, there's a huge difference between the small agencies and the bigger agencies. This difference can range uh, between around $50,000. So my wow. first agency that I work on my first journey, so Ariel, my daughter, uh, she's uh, my co-founder. And she's the reason why we're talking because I, I have her. I her and I'm going to adorable little picture. 
um, having her working with the surrogacy agency, uh, the costs were around $130,000 working with that agency. But on my second journey, uh, I have a, I have another daughter. She's three, four months old. Um, I have to have another but, picture up there pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, I should. But she, I actually used GoStork on my own journey. To find, yeah, to find a cheaper agency because I really wanted to save money on my second journey because it was Very so expensive. Good. And I went to GoStork. I sorted the list of surrogacy agencies by costs. And then I just uh, worked with, uh, you know, on the top, you can see the cheapest agencies. They're all great agencies, right? Cheap doesn't mean not a, a professional. I literally interviewed and vetted all the agencies on the platform. So they're all really good. Uh -huh. Just like some of them are smaller agencies, so their fees are smaller. Some of them are bigger agencies and, and their fees are higher. Uh, so I literally saved $50,000 on my second journey. Wow. In second. And, and so when you interview the agencies, because I think people will be interested in that, they want to know that, that the agency they're using is um, sound and you know good and reliable and they could trust them. That, that is a vetting process that you go through. Yes. Yeah, so I interview all the agencies. Um, uh -huh. I ask them about their experience. I mean, their processes, how they screen their carriers, how they work with intended parents, literally what's the process. Now that I'm educated about it, I can actually ask them all these questions. I also have advisory board combined with three medical directors, three agency owners and a fertility lawyer that are helping me uh -huh. to build a better fertility product, but also vetting the providers on the platform yeah. so we really make sure that everyone that is on the platform provides high quality services to all of our users yeah so the other piece that you do which i found um, very helpful for people is the financial assistance that's available to people who want to um to have a, a family and it's it's expensive even when it's not expensive when it's one of the less expensive agencies it's still a lot of money yes we actually uh, launched uh, a new product, a new fertility marketplace that is uh, financing. So we help uh, parents that need to finance their journey through loans to find fertility loans. Mm -hmm. So uh, the process, again, it's a cascade questionnaire. We ask you a few questions about who you are, your employment, how much money do you need? And then at the end of the process, we pre-qualify you um, on the spot. And then if you are qualified, pre-qualified, then you can see some offers from different lenders to finance your journey. Yeah. So. And, and that, I think you had shared with me, that's not just if you're going to use a surrogate, but it's for any type of fertility. Anyone that needs to finance your journey, whether you're using GoStork or not, you can go to GoStork to get a loan for your journey. It's for everyone, it's, and it's free. By the way, GoStork is 100% free to use. Uh -huh. uh, so if you need an egg donor or a surrogacy agency, IVF clinic or fertility loan, you can register to GoStork. It's all free to use. Yes, I found that amazing that you're sharing all this information at no cost. And so people will, you know, you will get paid at some point, but not initially just to kind of look at, the array yeah. as a patient there. myself, as in parent myself, I built GoStork and strategically said I'm not going to charge anyone else because, I, 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 like the the patients, the intended parents, because I know how much is it, it costs. It's already too expensive, I think, and uh, it's unaffordable to most parents 
Um, so I didn't want to add more cost on the parents, even though it's a small fee, but I didn't want to add that on top of what parents already paying. It's a huge relief for many. I work with some people right now who are becoming parents by themselves. And I'm thinking of two specifically, two women who are heterosexual, who just the egg retrieval, because they're still trying with their own eggs, is a fortune. And one of them said to me, she doesn't know if she can afford it. She's thinking of taking out a loan for the second egg retrieval, but she wasn't sure about it. So knowing that there's a place that she could go to look for a loan is very important. I find that when people are on fertility journeys, regardless of where, once they get to the point of having to even go to a website like GoStork or like any of the surrogacy agencies, they've already gone through so much. 100%. It's just a very long, emotional and expensive process, period. It is. And sometimes it doesn't work out the first time. No. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So going back to my journey, um, when we created embryos, I only had one embryo uh, after uh, five days. Uh, so I only had one chance to, to get pregnant uh, with my surrogate and uh, it did work. It worked. Um, but going to my second journey, we had uh, six embryos mm-hmm. after five days, which was great. I had two boys and two girls. Uh, so we did uh, transfer to my surrogate, but it didn't catch. Uh, so we need another transfer and that also didn't catch. Uh, and then we need another transfer and she got pregnant but then six weeks into the pro, like the first ultrasound happened after six weeks and you check heartbeat, there was no heartbeat. So very emotional, stressful process. Uh, and obviously the success rate on that journey was not as high as the first journey, even though it's the same egg donor, the same sperm, the same doctor, the same surrogate, it didn't work. Um, so we, we found a new surrogate and we did another transfer and then she got pregnant and, and then she, you know, nine months after I had Yael, my second daughter. Uh-huh. So it's, yeah, yeah. Success rates, uh, they're weird. Like we don't know why it doesn't work. Uh, some parents say, oh, it's a doctor. Some, some people say it's the surrogate. Some parents, it's just like, it is what it is. Like sometimes it just doesn't work. which is so hard because when you go for surrogacy you anticipate it's going to work you think to yourself you're going you're picking out a surrogate you're using either donor egg or donor sperm you're going through the process and you feel as if it should work and then when it doesn't it's devastating it's very devastating yeah and every transfer you make it's it's another cost on top of it yes so yeah. it's, it's super stressful for many reasons, emotionally, but also financially, it's very stressful, the process. Uh, right. If it doesn't work on the first time, you, you have to do a lot of like traveling and flights and hotels and like it's, it's more expenses every cycle. So it's very expensive. It's very expensive and it's expensive emotionally too. So financially and emotionally. And then if you have to travel, yes, that's very hard as well. And I've worked with people from other countries where surrogacy is not allowed. And so they don't necessarily tell their family if they're from Italy or if they're from a very Catholic country that they've used a surrogate. They've just kind of said they're, they're expecting and then they don't visit that often and then they arrive with their baby. No. So the beauty though, 
of surrogacy is that lots of times the intended parent is able to follow the surrogate's journey medically and able to find out about doctor's appointments and go to see sonograms and, and um, what have you. And is that anything that's available or is that something that people should ask when they do decide on the surrogacy agency? Yes. Uh, when you're talking with your surrogacy agency, you want to tell them what type of surrogate do you want? Um, there's a lot of topics you need to talk with the agency when choosing a, a carrier, right? Uh, and one of the things is, like you mentioned, is how often do we want to stay in touch? Do we want to talk every week? Do we want to talk every day? Maybe once a month, maybe only on appointments. Do uh, Am I planning to come to the appointments, the medical appointments? So it's all about matching with the right surrogate. Um, and also things to consider like on the delivery. Are you going to be in the room or not? Is she okay with that for you to be in the room? Because she's probably going to want her husband to be there. You know, like, so it's like, these are the things you want to talk uh, with the agency and with the surrogate when you, when you are matched. Right. So the surrogate might want her husband there or the intended parent might want to be there with her husband. Yes. And then it depends, you know, in COVID days, it's way more complicated, you know? Yeah. yeah. So the hospital only allow uh, one or two people to be with the carrier. So it's, it's, it depends. It's much more complicated in COVID days. Um, Also going to medical appointments, you know, I had my second journey uh, happening obviously through in the last year, all the appointments were through zoom. Uh-huh. So she went to the doctor to do ultrasound and she opened, you know, FaceTime and we did every like live FaceTime meetings. I, I saw everything, the whole ultrasound through FaceTime. I was not able to attend because the doctor didn't allow that more people in the room. Right. Uh, so, yeah. And, and so it's, it's hard because your first journey, you were probably able to do that. Were, um, so when somebody goes to look on, on the site and they look at all the, the information, would they then be prompted or is there information that, that's provided that they should possibly ask when they do call an agency as to questions to ask or, or information that they may want to gather? So we have a resource area on the platform that is a useful uh, way for you to, to know what to ask the agencies. There's a lot of articles there, how to pick up, how to pick a surrogate, how to choose a surrogacy agencies, what questions to ask. And we also started doing concierge calls. So everyone that is registering to go store, can get an email from me and my calendar, and they can schedule free consultation calls with me where I kind of like educate them about the process, giving them the best tips, how to save money, how to talk with agencies, how to choose agencies, what questions to ask. Um, and then things that I didn't have when I had my journey, right? And these tips can save them a lot of money, but also a lot of um, emotional, like burden in the future, misunderstanding and mis- when you're not educated about the process, then it can hurt you in the future. So the whole purpose of the concierge calls is to educate the the intended parents about the process, giving them the best tips for their journey, and also to actually connect them with the providers, whether it's an egg donor or a surrogacy agency or IVF clinic on the call itself, we're actually connecting to providers. 
Wow, they, they must be so relieved by the time they get off the phone with you. I get such a great feedback from these calls. And uh, it's, it's, it's such a great feeling knowing that I'm actually helping Indian parents. They love these concierge calls. They tell me, Iran, the tips you gave us are worth, like some of them already talked with agencies. They still didn't understand anything about the process or how to choose them. The agencies are very, when you're talking to an agency, it can be very, very confusing because I'm objective and I'm coming from the outside. I, I really give them great tips how to choose a surrogacy, how to choose a surrogate, how to save money. There's insurance conversation all about the surrogate that I give them a lot of tips. So they, they're very happy from these concierge calls. I'm sure. I'm sure they are because it's the information that people need because there's so much information that they need that they just don't even know. So what yeah. happens is sometimes you don't know what you don't know until you start to pick up the phone and look. Well, you know, I, I wish you a lot of luck with, with this platform. And I think that it's a huge, I really wanted you to come on because I think it offers so much to people. And, um, you know, to know that you could go there and look at the site without, without any cost and see the picture of your beautiful little girl with her glasses on to make her more <laughs> studious. And to know that they could get a concierge call from you to help them navigate and the financial piece is really, you know, a gift. So it's really wonderful that you were able to use all this information from your other former professional career to put this together. Yeah, thank you. So is there anything, um, anything else you'd like to tell anybody that we maybe didn't cover about this? Because it's a very hard journey and it's a different journey. I've always find myself saying this. It's a different journey for the LGBTQ plus community than it is for the heterosexual. What happens is it's an anticipated journey many times in the LGBTQ plus community. And the heterosexual couples, it's just assumed that they should be able to have a child, you know, with their biologically themselves and carry it. So I don't know if there's anything special you want to share before we end. Or anything the platform welcoming everyone. It's for everyone, whether you're straight or gay, single mom or single dad. Uh, we all start the process from different places. Uh-huh. Uh, for example, straight couple are trying to conceive. So when they're coming to go store they're already been through emotional process for the last year, not succeeding to conceive and gay couples or LGBTQ plus, you know, uh, couples, uh, when you just wake up one day happily, ha happily ever after and say, hey, I wanna have a child. And the, the emotional start is different, right? Between right. straight couples and, you know, single mom or single dad or LGBTQ plus, it's a decision like, hey, I just wanna do it. Uh, I have the money, I'm, I'm doing it, right? But once you start the process in Go Stork, it's all the same. You all, once you start the process, you know, you we all have the same issues. Finding IVF clinic, finding an egg donor or a surrogacy agency. It's just like, how, how do we, what baggage do we come to, 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 to this line is different. But once we are actually starting to look for a fertility provider, whether it's a fertility lawyer or a surrogacy agency or an egg donor, IVF clinic, we're all the same, right? We're all yeah. facing the same problems. How do we get that information? How do we find these fertility providers? And how do we connect with them? So Ghost Work is also a booking system and a chat. We, are, we build a chat to allow 
everyone that registered to the platform to talk with the providers in the platform. And the providers are very responsive. They reply to your messages right away and you see their calendar availability. You can schedule consultation call with the providers on the platform. Um, and that will send you an invite with their Zoom link. Very easy to use. So, yeah. It's such a relief for so many to know that these services are available in in a nice little kind of package, so to speak. I, I do appreciate being shown the, the site and being shown all of the different aspects and tools of it. Of course. And yeah, and I, I already know of a few people off the top of my head that I know could use the financial piece and could use the legal piece. Many people don't think about the legal ramifications. So it sounds like you have everything so covered. I wish you a lot of luck with this. Thank you so much, Lori. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, how would they do that? Just go to ghostork.com uh -huh. um, and there's a chat. Uh, you can chat directly with me or you can register for free. And then you're going to get a welcome email from me with my calendar and then you can schedule a consultation call. Wow, it's fabulous. So generous of you to be able to do that. And if anybody has any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me at lorimets.net.